This is Ashton Marcus, and I'm on location at the Santa Monica Playhouse for their presentation of Jack and Jill. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm here with... Tana Frederick. Yeah, I've done a lot of uh, theater and plays with um, uh, and movies with the great Henry Jaglum and films with uh, other films besides that. And which character did you play? Jill in Jack and Jill in the play Jack and Jill, which is written by Jane Martin. And, but it's speculated that it was written by uh, John Jory, who did Keely and Dew, and, uh, and written by he and his wife. And it's a, very, it's a two-hander. It's a tough show. It's really, it really needs to have the comedy mind out of it in order for people to sit through it, because it's, it's very real. I mean, we have a lot of people from 17 to... Um, 97 watching it and being and understanding the situations of the characters and seeing okay I was there once I did that I did that I did that and that's that's the fun part about it is getting um, having it almost be like a, a Baptist church congregation with the audience and having a two person show is just having the, the talk back because that's what you want you want you want the excitement of the audience saying oh yeah no you're wrong and they actually people vocalize during this show which is really fun especially when we get we have a full house which we we usually do and, and and that's really fun to have that sort of that sort of playback with them you know the Shakespearean throw throw stuff at me on stage I don't care this is what theater is supposed to be that's what all of us I think that's at least what me as an actor what I would I would hope for I really love this piece I really did thank you thank you so much yeah it's I think it's delicious I I think it's um I did this show when actually this is my second time revisiting it I got cast in it when I was 20 it was my first professional gig and I don't ask me how I did it because I was in college at the at the time and cast over age-appropriate women and acting in it with a with a man who was 38 39 and and um, and so I wondered when I got just in this last year, I was like, well, what if I, I need to revisit that piece because with my life knowledge and life experience now, how is this going to sit differently with me? And you just, I have that, I have that curiosity of what if I did that over? And so we, I revisited it with Jack Keller, um, who directed it and did an amazing job and, um, with Robert Stanley and, uh, removed the dressers. Originally there were supposed to be two dressers for each character, which was very superfluous. Um, and you kind of wonder, okay, it's, it's, it's a kind of extra padding. It's not. It doesn't make it quite as raw because you have uh, extra people on stage, and they don't say anything. They just change you throughout. And instead, we've all figured out together. Okay, how do we get through all the 18 costume changes that we need to get through? How do we bring all the props on ourselves? How do we take them all off ourselves? How do we score this the way it should be scored? We didn't follow um, the original score, um, but it turned out amazing and then using the uh the back of the the, the scenario it was kind of um going in and out tonight but usually uh we i love that landscape in the back of just the the of california and new york the slideshow in the back it's just it's it shows what small tiny theater can do if you use your imagination and um and use the functionality of an 82 seat theater I actually thought that was intentional because he was like a video guy. I thought that was him. He was the guy who did that. Oh my God, that's a 
great tape. Now, see, now we're going to have to keep that in the show. <laughs> now we have to keep that in the show. That's awesome. You just make his name. Just change his name to that. <laughs> I love that. That's genius. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Where we see a mistake, there's always a creative, uh, wonderful, something creative that comes out of it. Wonderfully creative. That's brilliant. No, so yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen, but now I'm going to think about it after that. <laughs> I'm really happy you liked it. It was um it was a great it's a great night and we've had, you know, we've had been extended and again you just think okay, this must um really relate to people relate to this and and it's it's fun to do. It's not it's fun and it's painful and it's cathartic and it's it's everything I think that you could want uh in a piece because there are your sad moments or your real moments or funny moments which are sad moments and and the irony of certain lines that everybody says in every relationship and the mistakes that everybody says and then nonetheless there's the forgiveness that goes on in relationships and the the hopefulness and then there's the darkness and then you know it's just a roller coaster ride for people so um we've we've really had a great time doing it you know when i was looking at this thing i thought back to when i had a conversation to a young woman and we were just talking a little bit about marriage, and you know, I, I'm married and all that. And mm-hmm. basically, we're, we're talking about the, t- the the subject of uh, of marriage. And I said, "Do you know that marriage is about compromise?" And she said, "I was thought marriage is about love." And I said, "Love is about sacrifice." <laughs> she had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> I love that. this piece like brings that to the table in spades. I mean, because that's what we're constantly saying is we need to talk about this. We need to work through it. Uh, my my mom always taught me that's fascinating because I think that that's and Roberts Roberts agreed with me in a lot of situations like especially with the younger generation now it's it is people still have that fairy book sort of illusion of love when my mom always taught me uh, since I was little that lo- that that marriage is a job nine to fiver a nine to five <laughs> job that you have to work at every single day and it's never going to be completely happy it's never going to be completely traumatizing it's always going to be just a a job and if if you are willing to go through it and go through all the ups and downs and learn from your mistakes and insist on the talking through of things then you can get through it but i mean jack and jill is like well what happened to the prince and cinderella after they got together you know she she broke some dishes in the kitchen and you know he (laughs) and she walked out on him so i mean it's it's never a fairy tale ending in life it's always just that that's that need to want to stay together and create history together that's very that's very true to life is that so many people have that attitude. I think a lot of the people who come to the show, the younger people are like, I'm never getting married. <laughs> We've had some boys like leave, some like younger teens leave, and the, the guys are like, I'm never getting married after that. But Well, that said, though, the, the accessibility of this material is what attracted me to it in the first place. I've had 92-year-old Israeli women. I've had uh, 20-year-old, you know, valley girls and guys. And This appeals to everybody. And, and the, if things like, I remember those days all too well. I wish I would have known these lessons back then. Or the young, the young girls going, oh, my God, that opened my eyes about, they say compromise, compromise, until you actually see it in front of you. 
And this play to me, it's like it's like the uh, she and I are like the walking wounded of the of the dating sex wars. You know what I mean? And so we're both wounded, and we want love again so badly, but we're so wounded that we each have our separate little defense mechanisms that get in the way. You know. And when I read this, I said to Tana, "You are brave to want to do this because it shines a floodlight." without any political correctness or anything that, that clouds stuff today, it, it really tells uh, what can go wrong, what does go wrong. It's universal. We all do it and how to like work around it. But it, it, I love this material. I love working with Tana. Um, we never have a bad show. It's, it's, it's never a bad show. It's just like a big boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, the funny thing is, I won't get into this, but I was married to a lady named Jill, and I had a painful divorce with her. So in rehearsals, I would be sitting here saying, Jill, blah, blah, blah. Some of the same stuff I said in our arguments and fights when we were divorcing. And it was just, it was, poor Tana would look at me like, oh my God, I feel like you're like attacking me. <laughs> I had to work through it. It was like therapy. It was fun though. But yeah, anyway. I was like, TKO, Robert, okay? I'm not the one you divorced. TKO, I'm My down. name is Tana, Robert. Remember this. <laughs> but it's yeah. true. I mean, the, the universality of it, and I'm sure some of the lines I, I, I would hope that, or not hope, but I would hope that, still would hope that you could relate to that you've said in your marriage. And um, maybe... How many years have you been married? I've actually been married for nine years. And actually, when I look at marriage, I look at it this way. When you're married... That is the only one person you'll meet in your entire life who really hates you for who you really are. And who you really are. <laughs> that was profound. I gotta mull that one over for a second. <laughs> no, it's just like the line in the play where where you say, um, you are an implacable heart and I say that was very good, but it's the whole—it's the whole notion of getting each other and getting the getting somebody who says I hate you for who you are, but I'm staying with you. You know, it's the beauty of—I think that's the beauty of love. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, the, 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 my character. The thing is, he loves her so much that he's willing to crawl through the glass. You know, of the downside of this stuff, he loves her so much because some people say, "Man." No one with self-respect would put up with what you know she's given you at times. At times, but this guy is so in love, and that covers it all. It's it's. it's I've actually learned a lot from this piece. Really have. I think too the brilliance of the writing and sort of switching these notions of Jill being the workaholic, Jill being the traditional, holding the traditional male values in her a lot of her monologues and a lot of her um, thoughts and and stances versus Jack being more of the feminine, if you want to call it that. In in I think that that allows for the audience to also get even more involved because I, f- I find a lot of men can feel free to laugh at along with some of my monologues like I'm medically empowered. I have stocks. I have bonds. I have a car that can turn heads. You know, men feel freer to laugh with my character because I'm a woman. It's played by a woman. And women feel freer to laugh with, with a lot of his things and about... And empathize. You're right. And empathize. It with throws like, you off because it, it shakes it up. So you hear a, a woman saying stuff that you've said and felt yourself and you go, holy crap, and you see it with a whole different eyes as opposed to, oh, that woman, you know, typical women. You know what I mean? It, it kind so, of, it's you know. a, so it makes it safe for the audience, for both sexes to participate in both viewpoints. And I think that's, that's what makes it accessible as well. Yeah, I don't think we've met your co-star. Uh, what was your name again? Robert Stanley. Theater-wise, I did a national tour of Rainmaker, uh, playing Starbuck for like two years. Very successful. I actually, ironically enough, uh, Henry Jaglum and Tana Frederick, my co-star, hired me to play Starbuck. And we ran for a very successful year out here in L.A. It was one of my highlights. 
Uh, I've done, you know, I was on All My Children for about two years. I played a bad boy <laughs> hunk. <laughs> and <laughs> I'd get mixed letters over that. Uh, I did a stint on a, a series called Invasion that Sean Cassidy wrote and produced. I was this uh, cocky fighter pilot who fought the aliens. Um, I've done more theater than I can even count uh, all over the nation, uh, internationally. Uh, that's it in a nutshell, you know. Well, except right now, and I, we have a movie coming out yeah. by Henry Jaglum yeah. called Ovation, called Ovation, and it's it's based on um, Henry's uh, conceit that uh, to to film everything that went on behind everything that goes on behind the scenes of a play, and so backstage, and so we took our entire cast from uh, Rainmaker, which was. A beautiful cast, critically acclaimed. We ran for a year, so we were all very tight and really close. And he wrote a script for the cast backstage. And then um, you never see what's going on in this show. Um, you never quite see what's going on on stage. You only hear the cue lines, and then you only see um, what's going on backstage, which of course is more dramatic most for the most part <laughs> than what's going on on stage. And so that's actually um, going to be at the uh, Palm Beach Film Festival this week. Um, and has is playing the festival circuit, and then it's opening up at the Arrow and um, in Lumley theaters um, across the country. The beauty of this is we had bonded so closely as a cast for Rainmaker, but you never see us really on stage per se. It's always right when we come off stage, where the as Henry said when he, he wrote this, directed it was lovely stuff. It's it's the exciting thing is the actors dealing with. Uh, all the drama and the social, the um, uh, soap opera stuff backstage. It's really very funny, very touching. Tennis stars in it. She's astounding, opposite of James Denton from, from uh, Desperate Housewives. Yes, yeah. yes, quite the chemistry. Your bio said that you uh, got your inspiration from Charlton Heston. I did. Most people usually look at w Will Smith, or they, they they look at someone like you know the modern days. You look at, at an old-fashioned guy. I will say it right out. It was the spectacle. I was watching the Ten Commandments as a kid. I was five, and I'm the youngest of ten. We're all sitting around this television set, and he starts parting the Red Sea. And it's just this miraculous stuff. And I was, I was transported, and I said to myself, I don't know what this is, but I want to be part of this, which stimulated my interest at school, and I started getting cast in leads, and one thing led to another. So Charlton Heston, I give credit for igniting it. But, you know, Marlon Brando, if there's any hero I have, I've dissected every moment that man's ever had on cinema. You know, he, he's truly my inspiration, if that's what you're asking. Right. <laughs> One last question, again, about marriage. Mm -hmm. I'm told that every marriage is like one argument away from a divorce. Is that, is that true is it, is it from your from your experience? Is that true? Oh, you're going to make me go there, huh? Great. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's where compromise and a sense of humor comes in that everybody says. And being, being able to communicate, there's a point to all of that because you've got to be able to... She talked about that moment in the play. When I look at her and I go, you are an implacable heart... That right there could be the start of a woman going, excuse me, you bop, 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 and then we go back and forth, and who knows where that leads. She, her character goes, well, that was very, very good. She knows how to deflect it, which was a great skill that this character had where we could survive it. So the, I guess the real question is, how willing are you to be able to deflect and eat it a little bit and get over your ego and try to work through it? You know, if I knew... When I was married, what I know now, between this play and just the years that have passed after the divorce, I would do so many things differently. I wouldn't stand up no matter what. You're wrong, and this is it. I know for a fact I'm right. I'd give that a break. You know, that's what you're asking. That's interesting. I, 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 the same, I would say the same. I mean, it's kind of, this is what I love about the play, too. The maybe at the end. 
um, is every I would say every argument is is one step away not from divorce but from understanding and cooperation and um, I, that comes from me my again from my parents who've been married uh, 49 years and um, you can I mean it's so easy that's why I love this piece you can look at it like oh it huge mistake between these two. This whole play was just one huge mistake. Or this whole play was one big learning process for this couple. And just just as other relationships are. I mean, I would ask you the same thing. Like, what do you say about that after being married nine years? Nine years. I would say basically again, it's the same thing. You're you're one argument away from a divorce. It's like, you're facing like this hill, this battle that no one could possibly face. It either breaks you or it makes you. So basically, they're still together. How could you still be together after they... that you, you, you've thrown things at each other after you yelled at each, after you <laughs> hit each other how could you possibly still be there I have no idea I guess our marriage could survive anything <laughs> I love that you even said hill in it <laughs> like you go up the hill together and you're like the how do you survive you know this is better hill? than devil you don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm just kidding no it's a great it's, that's a great yeah. analogy okay. yeah once again I really love the play Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you so much for coming and seeing it. Yeah, buddy. Thank you very much. And thank you to your wife for being married to you for nine years. Yeah, she, that, that was a bit and of a burden too. for her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure, it's, I'm sure she's amazing, and you're right. amazing, too. So right. Thank you for coming thank, out today. Yeah. Very nice. Jack and Jill will be playing at the Santa Monica Playhouse from February 5th to April 24th. For more information, go to www.santamonicaplayhouse.com.